Pesach. Matt Moore and Matt Mastermaro. What do any of you know about being brutal? Featuring Massachusetts metal and punk. Those lyrics about hell, demons, and doom. What if I told you it's all real? WMFO Medford. What the prime time, bitch? Good morning and welcome to Brutal Brunch here on WMFO Medford 91.5 FM, streaming live on WMFO.org. We are back for another hour here on Saturday morning. I'm Matt, got your co-host Matt, and we have a special guest in the studio today. We have Tina from Black Widow Yoga. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Excellent. Thank you for joining us nice and early here. Yeah, thanks for having me. So very happy to have you on. Uh, Before we get to, uh, to talking Black Widow Yoga... Real quick, if you want to call in here, the numbers are 855-915-WMFO. That's 855-915-9636 or 781-350-3264. We will probably have a quick abbreviated week in metal history later on as well as the uh, concert calendar. Could be quick. There's literally only one day of shows to talk about, so we will uh, we'll get to that. But uh, yeah, we're going to jump right in here. So Tina, again, thank you for joining. And yeah. why don't we just start off? I know that you've... Um, You've talked about this a bit. It's on your website, but why don't you tell us what Black Widow Yoga is and how it came about? Cool, yeah. Um, so I started Black Widow Yoga, um, I think it was 2016, technically. Oh, man. I think it was, yeah, tw- actually 2017, the beginning of the year. Um, so I had been practicing uh, my yoga practice to mental music for a few months before that. Um, my father was really sick with cancer and it was getting really bad and I was kind of feeling lost and not sure how to cope with the situation. Um, and it felt really odd and dishonest to, I guess, uh, personally practice my yoga to like, you know, the classical, um, yoga music you'd hear at like a, when you go to a class. So I started playing, you know, metal music I would listen to normally and reaching out to other bands and, you know, talking to my friends, like, what, what other bands make you feel this way? Um, so I started getting into that. My personal practice got, you know, just into metal. <laughs> There's nothing else I would play. And, yeah, I started realizing that it helped ease my anxiety and depression about the situation, especially after he passed away. And I knew that there were other people like me. So I started Blackwater Yoga, kind of the silver lining of my experience, I guess. <clears throat> and yeah, it's been just me. I kind of talk about it like it's a bunch of people, but it's just me. So it's been really fun to kind of start something, do it on my own, be my own boss, and create something that's like purely mine and I get to share with people. That's great. What, uh, in terms of using music and I guess the practice of yoga as like a anxiety or grief coping mechanism like what a, what about the music I guess helps with that what about the, the type of music that you're, you're listening to yeah so I guess um, there are just like themes in a lot of types of metal of like darkness and I guess sometimes it goes over the top and it's very theatrical and it can be 
you know, obviously more of a metaphor than some being, you know, chopping someone's heads off, you know, sure. obviously. Yeah. Um, but I think that because there are themes of darkness, it kind of, I don't know, it feels good to listen to something that matches how you feel. And it's using that darkness in a creative way. And it doesn't necessarily have to always be something that just you are going through. So it kind of just makes you feel like you're not alone. And you feel like you could turn into kind of some of the darkness too and like turn it around as mm-hmm. opposed to like, oh, I'm feeling down. So I'm going to listen to something really like yeah. poppy and fun. Yeah. And that's that something sense. I talk a lot about in my class is um, it's human and natural to feel anger and depression and anxiety. And the more we try to like say good vibes and just spread good vibes, everyone, no negativity here. I think that's, you know, that's total BS. And, um, we shouldn't encourage people to run away from their feelings. We should encourage them to deal with them in a responsible, you know, um, a responsible way that's obviously I don't want someone to have like a, like a fist fight in the middle of the street because they're angry. But, um, if you deal with those feelings, in a space that's safe for you, like in a yoga class, so you can like scream and have fun and, you know, feel good afterwards, then you won't need to pretend like, you know, you're good vibes all the time, yoga person. I think that's great. I had a similar experience with like, I've always been like a fan of, of metal music and darker music, I guess, but my mom got sick with cancer in 2014 and passed in 2016. And I just felt like, you know, instead of trying to go to stuff mm-hmm. that was like happier, like classic rock stuff, it really turned into kind of, I don't know, your like black metal stuff and like really depressing sounding stuff. And it actually made me feel much mm-hmm. more in control, I guess, if that makes any sense. Yeah. And um, I, I've seen a few studies people have also shared with me of people who listen to like more aggressive, thrashy or just darker music in general have like, it shows signs of lowering anxiety levels. Yeah. Um, so it depends on how your mind works. Obviously, if if you get anxiety from listening to fast music, then that's not for you. Sure. Um, but yeah, that's funny because that's like the same time period we're talking about. Yeah, that's interesting. And um, I think it's just so common for people to run from how they feel and feel ashamed of depression that it can be dealt with in a horrible manner. And I think. You know, yoga obviously is a great way to deal with a lot of issues. Obviously, it's not the same thing as going to see a therapist or if you need medication, whatever you need for yourself personally. But it can be, you know, something that will help you in addition to other things. It's cool. Awesome. And that kind of whole aspect is interesting to me because a lot of people I know, like when I think about yoga, it's more I think about it as a fitness opportunity or something. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's kind of so how. how do you talk to people and do most people see it that way? Do they see it as more of the, the mental side or, and how do you talk to people who may just think of it as just another fitness class or something like that as something deeper and therapeutic? Um, when I took my training with South Boston yoga, David and Todd, they were like the most amazing teachers and taught that, um, amongst everything else they taught me was let the yoga speak for itself don't I mean obviously you can come in with your reading you can have your class and your sequencing and you want them to feel a certain thing in their back or whatever and say something nice and pretty and whatever the message you want to spread but um you don't have to force someone to feel a certain way about yoga you can let them kind of internally um, discover that on their own like if someone's in a pose and 
I feel like, you know, maybe I can say something to make them feel a certain way. It's like, well, I don't really have to do that. They're probably feeling that. I don't know what they're feeling. I'm going to let them have that experience on their own because if you're taking time to kind of um, pay attention to your own body with stretching and just meditation in general, you're probably getting the effects that, you know, are ideal. Mm -hmm. And how do you go about choosing, whether it's just for yourself or when you're teaching a class, like choosing um, your playlist and just you have some of the samples on your website and it can be a pretty big range of bands like Isis, Russian Circles, um, you have Metallica playlist, you have Converge. So how do do you Mm -hmm. choose that? Is it kind of like spur of the moment stuff or do you plan ahead? I guess depends on if I work that day and I have like an hour to plan a (laughs) playlist. Sometimes uh, it just has to do with my mood. Sometimes I'm angry and I'm like, I want to play like a couple thrash songs. Not always like the best to play during a yoga class, so I try to limit the thrash. Um, but for example, like I saw Russian Circles a few months ago, and I just was so inspired by that show. It was so amazing. I like goosebumps thinking about it. They're just an amazing band. Um, I played like the next couple of weeks. I just played all Russian Circles related bands on Spotify, and just like only played those types of bands so it really just it sometimes is my mood I also take a lot of recommendations from people so that they can come to class and like oh I know this song this makes me feel welcome I also have themed classes <clears throat> like I'll have a Metallica theme class or um, I'm trying to think of the, like 80s hair metal theme okay. uh, I had like a stoner metal yoga class which is probably my favorite style of metal is like more stoner um yeah doomy stuff so i guess i i do air on the side of doom and stoner metal and i guess to me that would make sense if i was going to do yoga class like never having done it before like that style of music do you because i feel like if there are some bands like if i was doing yoga and then a certain song came on that i really i recognize and really liked or really didn't like it could affect kind of the practice do you ever run into mm-hmm. that or any oh, of the yeah. taking it? Okay. I mean, so when I was in high school, I would always go on runs and only play like female vocalists. Cause I was like, I'm, you know, it has to pump you up. You have to run for so many miles and you want to feel like powerful. So maybe obviously you play something that speaks to you more personally. But um, I found that when I play certain artists, they like speak to me closer. So I'll play those things and feel better. Um, especially if it's a female vocalist. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of Acid King. They're like one of my favorites to play when I do yoga. She is just so cool. Like you can definitely find her on the back of a motorcycle somewhere, or I'm sorry, not on the back of a motorcycle, <laughs> driving the motorcycle. <laughs> the That's for it. sure on the front of it. Yeah. I feel like Doom and Stoner make sense too. I mean, I can't do yoga. I tried to do the P90X yoga once, and I I, I injured myself. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you ever do you ever see the the those commercials for like? Uh, you know those like home exercise programs you get on oh DVD. like daily burn mm-hmm. and stuff on roku yep so i tried to do that yoga in the morning i'm like i gotta mm. stretch i can't even like tie my shoes and it was it was no good the thing about yoga and when people say like i can't do yoga mm-hmm. it's almost like saying i have too many problems to go to therapy true it's like isn't that the whole point <laughs> right <laughs> like if you feel like you want to stretch more like the way to feel more flexible and stretchy and whatever is to do it makes sense so it's the initial step that's hard for sure totally 
have you noticed people that whether it's the metal community or otherwise that wouldn't do yoga are now more encouraged to do that to take that first step definitely I think that there's a huge trend of I'm sure most people have noticed this of like witchcraft and things that are black and doomy and scary and witchy and all that cool stuff is super trendy right now and it's becoming the mainstream in a sort of way so it's um this mainstream of the yoga community of this like perfect thin i mean i'm a white woman i will say white woman you know very but the thing is like upper class i think the yoga community has been taken over by the upper class because it's just so expensive to run a studio classes are so expensive and it's seen seen as a luxury to be able to take an hour hour and a half out of your day to stretch rather than you know feed your kids whatever you have to do so um, I think it's bringing yoga back down to the people Um, I try to make my classes as affordable as possible and if people can't afford it um, I encourage them to email me and we'll work something out Um, so I definitely think it's it's a super positive thing not only to make it a little different put a little spice in the yoga practice and make it more um, appealing to other people but also brings it back down to earth and like um, gets rid of that, you know, privilege flair a little yeah. bit. It is odd that it's like so expensive and privileged and like kind of exclusive because you're just like no equipment. You're just mm-hmm. stretching. It's just you yourself. It's kind of an interesting thought. Actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I use props, um, but I don't require props to be brought. Like okay. if you don't have a mat, just tell me I'll bring you a mat. Um, like I've had people say like I can't afford classes now and that breaks my heart because I was there I was I had to stop taking classes for a long time because I was just so broke um you know because college loans and rent is just unbearable but anyways um yeah yeah and sort of along those lines too was it difficult to kind of get the classes off the ground initially um, and like trying to pitch it to people, what was kind of that initial reaction and how was it um, trying to get classes going consistently? It was actually so easy and um, I felt like I was filling this void <laughs> that was so desperately needed to be filled, in, especially in Salem. Um, I had the idea like a while before I started like actively trying to pursue it and I just wasn't ready to like put my energy into it. And when I decided I was ready, um, I was just surrounded by so many people that were like, um, like the Murray brothers from Blackvale, um, Ryan and Matthew helped me draw my logo and they just gave me the logo. They didn't even make me like, you know, do anything for them. They just were so kind and gave me this beautiful piece of artwork that's basically shaped my brand and made people recognize me. And that's been a huge factor. Um, so they helped me a lot. The Satanic Temple took me in. I emailed the manager at the time who's a friend of mine now and um i was like what do you think about metal yoga happening at the temple you know kind of like spiritual theme almost you know obviously as that like rough on the edges kind of feel and he was like yeah come in see the space space was gorgeous it's like very like old timey like old funeral home um with these you know red curtains and just satanic sculptures and paintings everywhere and it was just like meant to be so people really like those the metal yoga at the temple um pairing and branding and i think that really helped me makes a ton of sense yeah awesome so 
Alright, let's take a quick break right now. We'll play uh, we'll play a song. So um, you would send a few songs to choose from, uh, kind of indicative of what you might play at a class. So let's start off with uh, the band Windhaven and Grey Garden. Oh, Windhand. Or sorry, Windhand. My bad. Boo. Totally <laughs> it's okay. They're from it's Boston, though. So okay. They're gonna come after you now. I know. <laughs> if they're listening, it's Boo. not. It's not. Wasn't me. It was the other. One. <laughs> this was actually an easy one to pronounce. I just read it wrong. It's okay. Um, it's early. When we do the, uh, yeah, it's early. When we do the the concert, concert list, calendar, you'll, you'll hear all the hesitation and incorrect. So anyway, this is Win Hand. This is the song Grey Garden. And um, anything specifically about the song? Soft. It's a single that's gonna come out on the new album in October. I forget what it's called, but I'm excited for their new album to come out. All right, excellent. So we're going to play that now. You're listening to Brutal Brunch here at WMFO Medford 91.5 FM, streaming live on WMFO.org, live here with Tina from Black Widow Yoga. And here is Winhand. Welcome back to Brutal Brunch. That was Winhand. That was Grey Garden. And that was one of the, the songs that Tina from Black Widow Yoga recommended that you can hear at her uh, at our classes, and that is off the upcoming album called Eternal Return. So Very look good. for that to drop, and you highly recommend their live show. Oh, well. yeah. Excellent. All right. Um, so, actually, Matt, why don't you just take it away? Okay, here we go. This week in metal, we're going to do a nice abbreviated version. First, I'm going to torture everyone in the studio. This is uh, things that happen in the history of metal music, and, and I guess other things sometimes kind of goes off the uh, rails. So it's uh, 19th to the 25th of August. Uh, here we go. Uh, the president's favorite rapper uh, released an album uh, August 20th. I think it's 96, 98. Devil Without a Cause by Kid Rock came out. That's awful. Didn't didn't come out? I remember that. Do you remember this album? Uh, yes. Because you, you should. Quite unfortunate. I was in eighth grade. Um, There's the soundtrack to high school or middle school. You know, I can't say that I don't like the song Bull God. I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't. August 19th, 1988, Liege Lord releases the album Master Control, Pioneers of Modern Power Metal. Uh, this is um, Fallout of Master Control, which, obviously, one of the things about this segment that I like is finding bands like Liege Lord, where I'm like, this is fun, this is great. Uh, I also thought this sounded a lot like the, um, the Four Horsemen theme from the WCW in the 90s. Maybe that's how they did it, because the NWO was Jimi Hendrix, right? <laughs> Basically. Pushing forward, August 19th, 1996. This could be our Black Metal Song of the Week, if we have time. Uh, Cradle of Filth releases the album Dusk and Her Embrace. Uh, Cradle of Filth, as I was complaining to you, Matt, was uh, snubbed by Kerrang's awful I think it was list. Metal Hammer. Was it, it Metal Hammer? Either way, it was bad. Top 40 metal acts of all time, Black Metal acts of all time. Um, black Metal albums. Albums or acts? Albums. Albums? Okay. Uh, the end of this album ends with a speech by Cronus from Venom on the track Haunted Shores uh, obviously I love the theatrics of Danny Filth and Cradle of Filth so I'm happy that this album came out in 96 Tina do you incorporate black metal at all into your classes? it's not, a lot when he starts going not really I, honestly just because it's hard to talk over it and yeah that's pretty much it. It's just hard to like lead people in a pose and be like, "All right, do this," and then it's just all this, you <laughs> know. So there's there's some there's all like different, much like everything, which is mm-hmm. exciting about the like, metal as like a big, you know, tent. 
is like in every genre there's like your like little micro type so like yeah. even like your like your death heaven or mm-hmm. ghost bath where it's less like like Danny's gonna start yeah. screaming it's gonna be stressful but <laughs> more like long like yeah. silences and like I don't know but yeah you can't man he's the best um <laughs> August 19th, 2002, Doro, Matt, do you remember Doro? Yeah. We've yeah. talked about Doro a couple times, Doro, Doro Pesch, German, like, power metal lady who's been doing it since, like, the 80s. Didn't basically. she just come out with a new album? Or she did, else? I think so. This is from 2002's Fight, exclamation mark. Um, this, it was, like, a lot of guest spots on this album, so this is her and uh, show favorite Peter Steele. It doesn't make sense because she's singing way up here and he's way down here, so mm-hmm. it sounds kind of stressful. I like how you using the word stressful to describe. It's it's because it's, it's like I want to hear. I know. Do I want to hear Peter Steele? Do I want to hear like '80s high vocals? It's harmony, man. It's, <laughs> it's extreme harmony. It's a, it's a lot. It's Doro's good. Um, speaking of typo negative. Uh, August 20th, 1996, they released uh, October Rust. This is uh, Love You to Death off that album. Uh, this is when they decided to be like less doom and more like, we're just going to let Peter Steele do ballads like a vampire, which is more like, that's where I come from. That's my <laughs> Peter Steele fandom. Like, let him do ballads like a vampire. <laughs> Man, he's so good. Uh, okay. Matt's favorite uh, bands will be coming up next. August 20th, 1996. Merciful Fate with King Diamond releases their commercial success. Their biggest commercial success. Um, Into the Unknown. Pretty good, right? It's good until they start singing. I'm not a, I'm not a King Diamond <laughs> fan. King Diamond's a Like, these kind of metal bands remind me of what would be on the cover of like an alternative erotic novel yes just like big guys without shirts like oh. long hair like uh, wearing at some leather strap yeah man uh, <laughs> like the band at the end of this uh, list is like it's named after Lord of the Rings like place it's a big market tease it's all like yeah buff dudes like looking like this with like a sword it's that's that's, That's where it's very at sometimes. nerdy. Sometimes. <laughs> you know, sometimes. Hitting the, uh, the, the core on that. Well, thing, yeah. but speaking of the Church of Satan, King Diamond is a, a minister in the Church of Satan, or I don't know what the what the ranks are, but he is a member of the Church of Satan. There are different sects also of different, Satanism. Yeah. They're all different. <laughs> I don't know if he's the, like, Anton LaVey, because they're like the Anton LaVey, right? The one in Salem? More yeah. of the, like, humanist, basically. I just know very little about like the politics of the differences and like the actual like you know what they read and what they follow who they follow I just know that the satanic temple holds my classes that's fair that's kind of the extent of what I and I know like I agree with their politics for the most Mm -hmm. part Um, other than that I don't really know so that's fair I know they're very feminist and you know so like the the levee or whatever you want to call it is more like look we use the image of Baphomet or Satan just to be like counter to like the oppression of like other religions I don't know um, if 
you know, which, you know, book TST uses oh, or sure. which train of thought they use. But I know that, um, yeah, Satanists in general use the image of Baphomet and the devil as kind of like a um, taking what Catholics and Christians have painted already and just mm-hmm. being like, all right, you like this image? We're going to own it and use it as our God, basically. Sure. Even though we don't believe in God, we're using it as a God that is in ourselves. Exactly. The Manifestation being, of ourselves and, and like a darker part of us. Totally. As opposed to like, no, we literally believe no, in they the don't, biblical devil, which yeah. is inaccurate. Correct. Right? Um, like the, that's the satanic temple protest that just happened in Arkansas. Yeah. It pretty cool. They, were, they shipped their, we were talking earlier, they shipped their Baphomet statue out to Arkansas. Mm-hmm. It was in Salem. I had the the pleasure of sitting on Baphomet's lap at one point. <laughs> um, but yeah, they shipped it uh, like a week and a half ago or something. Um, okay, let's uh, we'll we'll start <laughs> wrapping this thing up with more King Diamond. Matt, this is off the album Conspiracy, which is a sequel to the album. Do you know the sequel to the album? What 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 sequel it is? I've lost track of. It's his- a sequel to the album Them. So it's a story about. <laughs> King Diamond goes to a house. He moves into a house. The house is infested by demons of some kind. It's the house of Amon. He thinks he's living there with his grandmother. It's actually not his grandmother. She's just like a, a puppet of this monster. And at the end of them... Man, such a high register. At the end of them, he ends up killing his grandmother. And then this picks up after that, where he's trying to take over the demon house. It doesn't work. It's just a shockingly. It doesn't work. It doesn't work out for King Diamond. Does he have a spoken word version of this? Because that was one of the things with King Diamond is that somebody let me borrow a DVD one time of, and I thought it was like going to be like an actual short, like accompanying the the music, and it was just him sitting down at his table telling the story. He'll like, read the lyrics if you <laughs> if you listen to it. It is just the story. Like it's like then this happened, then he said this, and she said that, and they went over there. Like it's not it's not structured like a song. Uh, let's wrap it up. Uh, Seer Thungol, uh, which, as I said before, is named after a uh, stronghold of the orcs in uh, Mordor uh, from The Lord of the Rings, <laughs> released their uh, final studio album, Paradise Lost, um, before reuniting in 2011. Here, I'm just going to show you the cover, because I think this is exactly what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, it's, it's like a... Not as good as Man of War. Man of War. They're like the epitome of that. Well, because those image. guys would just take a picture of themselves wearing like right. leather diapers and stuff like that. And yeah. That's <laughs> a lot. I'm now the proud owner of a Man of War album. I thanks, got thanks to Matt. I thought you were going to say um, a leather diaper. <laughs> I mean, each his I own. I would be preferable to the album. <laughs> each his own. Uh, that'll, that'll do it for this week in metal history. I would say if you can look past the silly artwork of Sirith Ungol, they're a very good band. All right, so now, real quick, the uh, week in metal yet to come. Mostly just shows tonight, nothing during the week. So tonight at the Middle East, it's without warning, relapse, ruby fruit jungle. At Ralph's, you can see Swarm of Eyes, Innocuous, Texas Death Match, 6 to 1, and Dumpster Fire. Uh, at Dumpster? Ex- I was going to say, they. I thought they were. They were the ones that, they, uh, that told the joke, right? At the, yes, um, they did the uh, theme song, like the Fresh Prince. Yep. So good to see that they're back together. Good. Um, the big one at Xfinity Center tonight, Godsmack, Shine Down, and Red Sun Rising. I hope Scorch will be there. Which we forgot to mention earlier, this is this was a 10-year anniversary of us going to see Lockdown. In oh, my God. Where Scorch was. 
Anyway, at the uh, Palladium today, later, the Crankin' Skankin' Festival featuring the Mighty Mighty Bostons, oh, yeah. Toots and the May Tales, Bouncing Souls, Fishbone, Big D, the Planet Smashers, Pie Tasters, Doped Up Dollies, Michael Kane, the Morning Afters, the Hemp Steadies, Sweet Babylon, and Color Killer. Catch me there. I'll be there. That's like the third thing about Sky I've heard in the past two days. It's back. Is it back? I don't know. I don't know. It, okay, can I quickly tell yes. a meme I saw? It said, Ska is the music that plays in a 13-year-old's mind when he gets extra mozzarella sticks. <laughs> there was another, a, a great, because I only go back with another Ska meme that I saw, was, uh, it was a picture of a guy stuck in traffic, and it's like, trumpet player can't make it to Ska show, so poor punk band plays in its place, meaning like, it's not, it's just like a bad punk band without the uh, trumpet. Yeah. <laughs> fun you jump around you dance it's gonna be like you know, it's fun when you da- that's the thing i liked when i was like younger i liked oh, yeah. to dance around so I, that's why i liked it yes i mean i'm not gonna lie the lesson jake circle pit was the highlight of wolf that's brothers crazy right? that you're saying those felt words. cool <laughs> i went from there was unearth on one stage and then we moved over to lesson jake it's perfect um another show tonight at poor richards out in chicopee mark rizzo of soulfly along with one ton tommy gun grizzly curse and once were and um, RPM Fest is this weekend, Saturday and t- tonight and tomorrow. Um, some of the local bands that you can see real quick are the, here's, here's a band that I can never pronounce Vivisepulture, The Humanoids, um, Cortez, Epicenter, Black Mass, Graviton, Sonic Pulse, Goblets, and Oxen, Crow Rider, and Worshipper. At least off the top of my head, those are the Massachusetts bands playing. So yeah, and then that's it. Nothing else during the week. No more shows until next weekend, which is Labor Day weekend. So probably not any shows then either. Anyway, let we'll play another song now. Satina, is there anything that you of the songs that you sent that you are uh, particularly partial to this morning? Let's play Russian Circles because that song is awesome. There's like a really awesome build up, and it'll wake you up. Nice, perfect. So let's do that. This is Voral off the album Guidance by Russian Circles and you're hearing it on Brutal Brunch WMFO Med for 91.5 FM streaming live on WMFO.org again we have Tina from Blackwater Yoga in studio and we will be back to talk to her some more after the song Brunch, WMFO Medford, 91.5 FM, streaming live on WMFO.org. Before the PSA, you heard Russian Circles. That was a song of oral off their album Guidance. And we are back. Got about 15 minutes left of the show. We're here with Tina from Blackwater Yoga. And I have some more questions for you. So both both the class and the brand and yoga in general. So um, so you mentioned the Satanic Temple, and you also hold classes at Down to Earth Body Works, um, and you have pop-up shows too. So kind of how did you... Outside the uh, Satanic Temple, how did you um, how did you get set up with Down to Earth, and then how do you go about setting up these kind of one off shows or not shows classes? I like to think of them as shows. Um, yeah, so I've been I was doing the classes at the Satanic Temple pretty much every week since I you know contacted them a year and a half ago in February 2017. Um, but yeah, they they started. Um, changing management a little bit trying to figure out their busy season in October uh, we talked about this before a little bit but um, so they wanted to kind of figure out their schedule before sending a solid weekly schedule with me when October is approaching so I reached out to my friend Lauren 
uh, Down Earth Body Works on Cabot Street in Beverly. Um, yeah, we used to go to high school together, and she was like, hey, if you want to rent space, you know. Because uh, I have my own software, as do other yoga studios, so I can't actually go to a yoga studio that like a normal one and just do my class because I have my own clientele. So, um, yeah, actually, I've, I wanted to do my own little PSA. Um, if you want to have a yoga class, a black, you know, black widow yoga class at, you know, your space, preferably a non-yoga space, non-traditional space, reach out because um, it looks like I'll be doing more pop-up stuff. And I, yeah, like you said, I basically decide, um, does it match the feel? Like I had a few classes at um, Black Veil who drew my, my logo. Once Somerville, I think, are these still closing? They, uh, they're currently closed, I want to say. I think they'll be back in September or October. So they're yeah. reopening for reels, not just for you know temporary, right? As far as I know, because they had to recover from like the vandalism and robbery, whatever uh-huh. happened. Um, uh, yeah. So they're yeah taking some time off, but they already have stuff booked for... Okay, good. Yeah, so I, I had been doing classes like once a month there for a while until like some of that stuff happened. Um, but once is awesome. I love that venue. Um, they are nothing but nice to me every time I reach out to them. Um, and they book the best metal shows on the North Shore and I mean you know East Coast um, yeah and Notch uh, I've been having classes there once a month for a mm. while now their beer is amazing nice session style perfect for me that like you know gets drunk off one beer kind of <laughs> girl so uh, they're also my neighbor I live across the street basically from them and um, Mary Ellen and Chris the owners are super nice and uh, Mary Ellen is like totally awesome was in a band I think she won what was that what's that um Boston rock show like the the competition that they do is it the Boston Music Awards or the um no no, the um uh Rock and Roll Rumble yes she won that when she was younger she's just really cool (laughs) I want to be her um but yeah Notch is awesome been doing it there for a while and yeah cool spaces a lot of those kind of spaces in Salem too it seems mm-hmm. like they're really pushing to get more like did you ever were you ever at what is it not this is like the two Chinese restaurants I was gonna across ask, the street because we, we haven't other. said that we haven't mm-hmm. listed them in a long time but is Kodo yeah. still around Kodo, Kodo and, and Opus. Opus yeah it is a joke in Salem where um, do you want good sushi go to you know Kodo if you want expensive sushi go to Opus so yeah. um, <laughs> I love Opus their shows are awesome um, Kodo I like to eat there too, and their shows are awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. My friend Harley books those shows. I think he's doing an Opus now, but um, yeah, Salem's got a lot going on right now. Definitely building up, like on that that gothy metal feel that's going sure. on, like in the worlds. As you should when you're in Salem. Yeah, mm-hmm. profit off that. Get people in there. Except you know, it's gentrifying the place even more. So, nine one one, help me, my rent. <laughs> <laughs> so. Actually, I wanted to ask, um, one of the events that you have scheduled coming up uh, on August 30th is it's yoga and then a tarot energy balance workshop. So Mm -hmm. can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So my friend Katie and I, um, we've been doing some yoga tarot workshop. She's a tarot master. She started her own company recently called Key Holders Collective, I believe. Oh, she's going to kill me if I got wrong. I'm sorry, Katie, if that's not how you say it. Um, but she just started her own business, and we've been collaborating on, like, yoga tarot events. And I just love the way that she reads tarot. Um, she's not wooey about it, as she says. She's, like, 
Zotero is an exercise. It's a psychological exercise um, that can help you discover things about yourself. And it doesn't have to be about witchcraft or magic. It can be just about, you know, using art, using this, like, this ancient thing. Maybe not ancient, but this, like, older practice of reading tarot cards to discover something new about like how you think about yourself and your life and you know it can help you plan your future it can help you think about your past it can it can help you like digest things that are going on in your life that you maybe like are having trouble with so uh yeah the workshop's basically two hours at cauldron black in salem um they're a super awesome business i love them um it's gonna start with katie doing a small kind of past and future reading with two major arcana cards and I incorporate those two cards in the yoga practice that follows that and kind of use yoga as a representation of moving through your past to the, the future whatever card using that as like a metaphor um, whatever card you have is like a metaphor of how you're moving through your situation and then my friend Mike um, makes these tarot things pins and patches and shirts uh shining moon studio i should check his etsy out it's really cool um you get like a pin and um a journal you can like journal about you know your life it's cool as uh, you do when does that happen <laughs> uh august 30th thursday seven to nine check and you can go on mind body which is an app on your phone or my website blackwoodyoga.com and sign up it's forty dollars i think there's like three spots left so It'll be fun. That's awesome. I've had yeah. my comrade. I've never done tarot, but it's super. It it, really you should try it. Worth your time. Excellent. And how widespread is metal yoga at this point? I know that you mentioned on your website, Metal Yoga Bones. Um, you're seeing mm-hmm. it at uh, festivals in different places now. Mm-hmm. So where do you see it going from here? Um, I think it'll. It depends on, like, this whole trend of, like, gothiness and metal being popular in mainstream, you know, culture. I think it'll be as... It'll grow as much as that grows and continues to grow. Just because um, fitness classes and yoga especially is a really hard thing to keep clients consistently going to. So that's why it's just kind of as basic as possible. Because you want to include everyone and not make it too niche, you know, whatever. Um, Because... No matter how many people like reach out to me saying they want to come, saying they know my brand, saying they love my look and all these things and love what I'm doing, the actually getting that person to a yoga class is really hard because, you know, people don't always want to work out. Like, same with me. I'll, like, sign up for yoga class and cancel and be like, I want to watch Handmaid's Tale and, like, smoke or something. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so that's the biggest challenge. But I definitely think metal yoga is growing a lot and it's opening up new people to yoga which is always the goal so yeah and how do you talk to people who may who do think it looks cool but they're hesitant to get Mm -hmm. out and try it yeah so i always you know try to like emphasize that i teach like a moderate all levels class um i try to teach a class that is inclusive of every level meaning um, I'll teach this like sequence and then I'll say if you want to do this you can try this if you want to get into a crazy arm balance like this maybe you're like heck no I'm not doing that or maybe you're like yeah I want to try that and try yeah. something new maybe you know 
learn something or you know achieve something that I more than I thought I could today. So kind of giving the opportunity of of um, reaching a higher level while at the same time teaching to every level. Good for beginners, so, folks yeah. just like walking in off the street. Exactly. Like, try this out. People are just um, and every class is all levels, especially if you know how to modify for yourself. I think that's uh, something that I would love to teach more too. Is um, if you come into a class, even if it's like level ten, there's still a way to do it when you're like an sure. elderly grandma, just like modifying everything so you don't hurt yourself. That's what I'm gonna do. The grandma. The grandma. Version. Bring the fold-up chair. Yeah, I'll do the bring chair. Up. Chairs are. <laughs> you don't even need a mat at that point. You just yeah. sit on the chair, exactly. kind of move your neck a few times. That's about it. <laughs> that is cool though, because I've always like the random classes I've done claim to be all levels or whatever but you kind of go in and everybody's just doing the same thing and I feel because I'm mm-hmm. would definitely be a beginner I'm just kind of like trying to look at the like keep looking yeah. up at the, the teacher and be more worried about what I'm doing as opposed to actually getting into it so that's why I always turn the lights down and, and kind of make it as dark well in the temple I would like light all these candles and it would be super dark um, just to emphasize the fact that you're supposed to make it about your body and not anyone else's body kind of thing mm-hmm. So, all right. So, how do people sign up if they want to do a class? So you can download the Mind Body app, um, and you can look up Blackwater Yoga Salem, Mass. Actually, right now I think it's under Beverly, Mass, because I'm doing classes there. Um, it's also good to go on my website, blackwoodyoga.com/events. Um, you can read more about it. There's different tabs like press and you know contact me if you want to um, have me in your space or you want to ask me a question. You can also email me at tina@blackwoodyoga.com. Um, pretty good at answering emails. So if you have any questions or if you have any, you know, where you would like me to go or, yeah, feel free to contact me. Great. Awesome. You're still on uh, Facebook, Blackwood Yoga, Instagram. Oh, yeah. One more thing, actually. On uh, September 8th, I'm doing class at Castle Island Brewing in Norwood. Um, I think it's a Saturday morning at 1030. It's a really cool brewery. It's not at Castle Island in South Boston. It's in Norwood. It's confusing. Hmm. But That is confusing. <laughs> that- September 8th. September 8th, yeah. All right, excellent. Anything else you want to touch on before we uh, wrap things up here? Um, actually, yeah. Let me, uh, I brought one. I feel bad because I had been talking to this mat and not both mats, so this I got... the main mat. I'm like the... Are you the main mat? He, that's the main mat. I'm the, like... I'm like the host and producer, and he's, like, the... Con- the but I only brought one. That's why I feel bad. So you can fight <laughs> over the shirt. Okay. Perfect. I think, I think that's a mat I only shirt. have an XL... Because I ran out of all the other cards. <laughs> but um, this is a gift. Awesome. Thank you very and, much. Yeah. So that's all. Yeah. Thanks Great. for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for coming on, on down. Thanks for coming on. Nice and early on a Saturday morning. Oh, so yeah. yep. Very cool. And mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, again, blackwoodyoga.com. Thank you, Tina, for coming in. Thanks, guys. And we have Mike on the mic ready to go coming up next. And we are going to sign off with a... Uh, I went ahead and choose one because I wanted to hear the sword. This is going to be Winter's Wolves. Which is a, uh, you play a sword a lot at classes? I, like I do they, like them a lot. Okay. I play them personally too. So Okay, excellent. So we're going to play that for you now. We will be back next week, same place, same time. If you want to see uh, Matt live today, I'll head out to Crank sweating and Sweating in the parking lot at the Palladium. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so until then, stay brutal. And uh, you've been listening to Brutal Brunch, WMFO Med for 91.5 FM, streaming live on WMFO.org. Here's the sword.